Welcome to the Musings on Evaluation podcast. In this episode, we are going to talk about sampling. So before we talk about sampling, we need to talk about population. Remember, population is everybody you are interested in. In an evaluation study of a program, you may be interested in everybody who participates in that program. Oftentimes in research, we're more broadly interested in a type um, of person, we'll say. So for example, I do a lot of research on youth sports. So I often define my population as youth sport participants. All your population for an evaluation study may be participants in this particular flag football program, in this particular trip, in this particular nonprofit organization. In any event, regardless of how you define your population, rarely will you have access to be able to evaluate the program from all of their perspectives. So you take a sample, and the sample is who you're actually gathering data from. This distinction between population and sample is going to become very important when we talk about inferential statistics. But we're not there yet. That's a teaser. So broadly, when we talked about sample, we talked about two different types. And I should take a step back here. Okay, We go from population, everybody we're interested in, sampling frame. It's a list of everybody we actually have access to. Okay, And then the sample, who we're, we're getting data from. We broadly talked about two different types of sampling, probability and non-probability, okay? And probability sampling means everybody within your population has an equal chance of being selected for your sample. Equal chance, equal probability of being selected for a sample. This is our random sampling techniques. We discussed three of those. One is what we call simple random. And this is basically drawing names out of a hat, or we have tools that will randomly select names, okay? But they're random. Each participant has equal chance of being selected. To be simple random, you have to have access to the entire population. So that's the first point. The other thing is, it is truly random. And oftentimes we have to ask ourselves, is this truly random? People sometimes use the word like, oh, it was random. I just grabbed whoever. That's not truly random. There was something in, something influencing who you grabbed. Okay. Everybody needs to have an equal chance of being selected. Next, we talked about systematic random. Here, you've got some sort of system, which just makes it easier. So if you have a list of everybody in your sampling frame, you might take every fifth person or every third person or every sixth person. Some system um, within that to help you select. And then we talked about stratified random, okay? Stratified random is when we wanna make sure our sample is representative of the population on a particular characteristic. For example, let's say we know that our population is 60% right-handed and 40% left-handed, and we think it's very important that our sample is representative of that, but we also think it's important that it's random. So we take all our right-handed people, we put those in one pool, we randomize 
randomly select from that can be systematic or simple random, okay? Until we get to 60% of what our total sample will be. We take all our left-handed people, we randomly sample within that until we get 40% of what our sample will be. So if you have a sample of 100 and a randomly sample, or if you want a sample of 100, I'm gonna randomly sample from my right-handed people, 60 people, and I'm gonna randomly sample from my left-handed people, 40 people, okay? This is a useful technique, it's not often done. Uh, and you should only do it if it's really, really important that your sample is representative of the population on that characteristic, okay? Otherwise, a simple random or a systematic random will suffice. Normally, those will get you very close, uh, if not exact, to that distribution as well. Then we talked about a non our non-probability samples, okay? Here, there's some factor that's um, influencing who we select. The most common type is convenience. Convenience is just who we can get access to. This is most of the sampling we do. Most of the sampling we do, I'll repeat that, is convenience sampling, okay? It's who fills out our electronic survey. It's who's willing to participate. Convenience sampling is not the gold standard, but it's fine, okay? You just need to be aware when you do convenience sampling of what the bias is in your sample and how that might be influencing results. The other one I want you to know is snowball sampling. Snowball sampling is when um, you have a population that's hard to access. So you find one person in that population, they refer you to another person, they refer you to another person. It's the snowball, right? The accumulation. For example, I'm interested in, um, I believe in class we talked about heli skiers. So these are folks who get dropped by a helicopter into the mountains somewhere and go skiing. Small population of people, but if you know one, they might know another and they might refer to that snowball sampling. So again, our random samples are best, but not always what we do. That's okay if we do convenience sampling. You just need to be aware of the limitations and the potential bias of those. That's all. As always, thank you for listening.